0: This. this one, not that yeah, one. Oh yes. perfect. Okay. Alright everyone. So welcome <laughs> to Deep Making Thoughts with Val, on, Val. And my friend Midhat. Yeah. So here we have an entrepreneur, bodybuilder, rock climbing, rope climbing, cat lover, superman lover, chess lover, the rock lover. He he's a lover, okay? Um what else? What else Midhat? what can you tell us about yourself?
1: Uh you forgot the fact that forgot the fact. forgot the fact that I um, mm-hmm. I love watching TV. I love okay. any of the games. You forgot about it. Yeah, I just Love I, yes, man, lions. Superman, Lions. are going to start off the podcast by talking about how much you love video games. Oh, yeah. um, uh, I also okay. want to say that um, that uh, you have uh, uh, basically. I just wanted to start off by saying, and I've always wanted to say this, and I think this is a perfect as venue as any to talk okay. about this. Oh, right. Um which is that I always wanted to say this that uh, my uh, my uh, teacher in fourth grade uh-huh. he always told me that we yeah, are not gonna amount to anything in, Seriously? in life. And now I can tell him that look at me now, like I am on I'm being interviewed for a podcast. So <laughs> <Wow>. and, <laughs> Sorry, uh, just kidding. and uh, uh what's that twelve people will listen to it? And so, more than twelve I mean, people that's, will listen that's to it. Two of them are gonna be my parents. <laughs> oh. Um, so like tens of people are going to listen to this podcast, uh-huh. and so he was totally wrong. He said that you know I'm not going to amount to anything yeah. in life, and you know mm-hmm. I've always wanted to say this, and this is like the perfect time to say this. Um, and uh, and I'm going to make sure my parents listen to this podcast. They bring out their transistor radio mm-hmm. and listen to this podcast, and um, I'm going to make sure they do okay. that
0: um what else this podcast is inspiring that was a by, very inspiring message inspired. that was quite beautiful <laughs> um this video is not sponsored by opium nutrition but we would like to be um we i am currently two shots of espresso in so you guys thought i was gonna say tequila huh the espresso <coughs> espresso and we're gonna have some watermelon um energy and electrolytes this is really cool uh, with 100 grams of caffeine
1: Rudy. Ribbon stuff for your
0: and five grams
1: of aminos for this your first stuff. episode for, for podcasting. By the way, Val, why is this podcast called Deep Naked Thoughts? Oh There's gosh. a lot of provocative words. Whose podcast do is this? <laughs> did he just say a lot hard. of provocative words? Did did just,
0: deep podcast. Deep naked. Deep Um, excuse me, whose podcast is this? Well, I am just
1: curious, like why why did you why did you name it that? Is? Yeah,
0: so um deep. So first of all, I don't want to keep it surface level. I want to go deep. Okay, mm-hmm. so it's not it's not about just going on the surface, going deep. <laughs> so the first word is deep. The second word is naked, but it's not about being naked mm-hmm. because uh, we couldn't air that out here. <laughs> that would be a different plat. would be a different platform. We could totally do that, but like, just not not on YouTube. So. Um. Um, I wanted it to be vulnerable, okay, okay, so that little, okay nobody's gonna get naked here, but um, I wanted to be vulnerable, and then my degree is in psychology, and so I just really like thoughts, I like hearing people, I think that's one of the ways that I really get to explore people, and like what they say is what they're thinking, so I'm like, oh, that was a really nice thought, so like, oh, that was a really nice gesture, and so, yeah. I don't want to say I'm constantly evaluating people's thoughts, but what people say is what they think, and then when they say it, I'm like, oh, really thinking that, wow. Um, so deep naked thoughts, oh. con vowel. and then the con is with in Spanish, I am Hispanic, so I had to like throw a little bit of like, you know, sound, a, a, a little bit of spice in, yeah. in there, yeah, uh-huh. a little bit of Spanish, and then val. Okay, yeah,
1: mm-hmm. great, that, um, that makes more sense. I
0: studied a little bit of marketing, and um, it's the trio, like um, Fox, um, GMC, mm. um, C- uh, CNN, mm-hmm. uh, just Combos of like threes, so Mm -hmm. DNT, deep naked thoughts. It's just easy to remember. And so I kind of did go into like the psychology of that, the psychology of marketing, the psychology of like words, the psychology of color. Um, I personally like purple, and so it's not red, it's not blue. Like Uh red is very passionate, and blue is kind of calming. I went with like purple, so um, it's, I think it's very psychological. I tried to make it psychological. Now you guys know the psychology of it. Yeah. But, uh, um, excuse me, sir. By the way, you just this gave inter- 20 minutes
1: of my podcast interview time. <laughs> oh, <laughs> oh, I'm
0: sorry. I'm sorry. You're, like, you're taking from five. I need
1: three interviews th- now. I need to make up for it. that.
0: You can get three. You <laughs> more, We
1: can make four. It fine. I'm just very curious as to why you- Excuse me. No, I'm, I'm really interested in hearing, like, why you want to interview me, because I think, like, I am, you know, I'm, I'm a 40-year-old I'm man with the, with the... They don't
0: need to know your age.
1: ...very pronounced male pattern baldness and, and a huge issue with, like, OCD. Oh, seriously? Yeah. <laughs> sure. <laughs> Should, shouldn't you young people be like talking about like interviewing other young people oh talking about gosh. Drake and fidget spinners and things that you guys are into? Oh yeah,
0: you're into fidget spinners. You want me going all my friends at the park and just fidget spin? Oh <laughs> <laughs> my god. You make us sound like we have some like neurological disorder where we're like crackheads, but with fidget spinners?
1: knowing like why you, why you wanted to uh, All right, answer. all right. I just, I so this is a really... Know how I
0: don't have a high opinion on myself. Wow, that's <laughs> crazy. Excuse me, sir. I don't like that thought. Um, so the reason why I want to interview Midhat, and this is a common theme, and I hope you guys catch on with this, but I really feel inspired by my circle, and so uh, you inspire me. Like, yeah, I feel inspired by you. And so I just feel like I'm inspired by, you know, your culture or, you know, the cultural differences that you bring to, like, our friendship. Like, there's things that I don't know about your culture that maybe I would never know if I'd never met you. I also like the entrepreneurial side. Like, I want to be an entrepreneur. I see myself as a young entrepreneur. That is not the way I was brought up. Like, I was brought up with like, get a safe job and have a safe, secure income and kind of, like you know, follow the rules, and it, it's, uh, I don't see you as that. Like, I see you as a risk taker. I see you as somebody that takes a risk on themselves. And, um, by the way, we're in his office, so maybe we could do an office tour later, maybe not. But, um, like, I want a lot of the things that you have Um, So I heard this quote, and it's like, envy is a signal of the things that you don't have, but the things that you want. And so when we're envious of somebody, and I'm not saying I'm envious of you, but it's just a signal of like, they have something that you don't. And I'm like, at some point in my life, I would love to have my own office that people can walk into. At some point, I would like to have... Three TVs in here or a walking uh, what is it, a standing desk.
1: That one looks like a TV with it mostly just displays picture of me. You guys oh, can't see it, but it's just like cycling wow. through different pictures of, of me. Um, He's very yeah.
0: inspired by himself, <laughs> <laughs> He's
1: like that's <laughs> that's Um well that's that's really cool. Well uh, you know the, the 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 mostly the reason I asked this question was because man, I started off with a certain level of self-esteem and now it's kind really of oh. and I got what I wanted out of this interview already. So oh, we can we can uh, end it we right can here. This
0: up, but I heard this <laughs> up. I'll
1: be really happy for the rest of the day.
0: I can bless you with my presence next year. Oh my God.
1: Um, well, thank you. That was a very thoughtful, yeah. very nice answer. I uh, I don't think that you know I don't think I, I don't think I've achieved uh, a lot. Uh, no. In my life, it's all relative. You know, success is, is a uh, the definition of success is very relative. To everyone. What is yeah. your definition of success then? I mean, it was it was a certain, it was my definition of success was, it has, has changed over time. Or um, like 10 years ago it was different, and now it's different. So it's always like a moving goal post. Yeah. Um, so I, uh, I mean, I'm, I have different goals now, and so uh, so I I don't think uh, that I, I'm not nowhere near in uh, reaching those goals, and uh, and so to that extent, and according to that definition, I don't think I'm successful at all. So it always gives me something to strive towards, um, and uh, uh, and so it's kind of like occasionally when I talk to some people in, in my job um, and in life, and sometimes I hear occasionally. Uh, that hey, Manhattan, you're smart. Yeah. And uh, and I don't think of myself as smart because I have talked to other people. Like I've talked to uh, people who are young people who are interning at the Jet Propulsion Laboratory, or some some uh, people who who graduated from Los Angeles High School and went to like an Ivy League school. And I talked to them, and I just see what kind of genuine smartness that is, um, genuine intelligence that is, and and I've seen what that is like. And then, so compared to that, like. I'm, I'm, I'm nothing so so that's that's why it's it's uh, it's all relative and I um, I don't think uh, I don't think I'm uh, I haven't achieved what, what I want to achieve uh, in life so I'm not successful wow we started off on a very sad <laughs> yeah, <I> uh, <laughs> talk about my self esteem and the fact that i we not, I'm not <laughs> like, <just> <laughs> we started off with so much energy <laughs> no, and now you, no, we're so quickly no. in the vulnerable part of this podcast <laughs> 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 I was literally the first question <laughs> <laughs> can I get you the second question I'll start
0: crying <laughs> uh, well no I'm going to give you some perspective because you said it's all relevant and that's one of the things that I also love about talking to Midhat is that I can always have very deep conversations <laughs> deep conversations but if you guys didn't know uh, my degree is in applied behavior analysis and I'm currently a registered behavioral tech skip forward I work with people, individuals that are diagnosed with autism and that actually changed my perspective about intelligence because we're all born with an IQ and that is just like your, this is how fast you process like your IQ, like this is where you learn. But that is not how much you are capped at. Like that's not how much you can learn. And so I've always struggled with that thought of like maybe feeling like I'm not smart enough. And that also came from being raised by like immigrant parents and having to learn English. I always felt like maybe I'm not understanding or getting the full picture. And I always felt like, oh, did I miss something? But then working with individuals on the spectrum, I was taught to realize that if you can learn, you are smart because you have the ability to learn. And so that kind of changed my perspective of like, it doesn't matter how smart I am, If I'm always learning, like I will always, like, I'm always continuously, um, like, upgrading my software, like, key for for my brain, like, I'm always, as long as I keep learning, I am smart enough because I didn't just say, well, this is how much I can learn, like, I kept out of, like, at 100 words or, like, at... Math. Uh, what is it? Just um, adding and subtracting. Yeah. Like as long as I'm always learning, and as long as I'm always surrounded by people that are learning or that can teach me something, yeah. that I'm always, for me, like I'm always smart enough, or getting smarter.
1: It just goes back to that quote, which is like, uh, you're, uh, if you're not growing, mm-hmm. then then you're dying." Then you're oh just God. Cool. Um, then you're dying. I, Did said you that, really? I said that quote.
0: Ten years ago. Uh. Uh, no. <laughs> Jesus, he's like, I'm gonna trademark that and something. If you're gonna use this,
1: uh, write me a head under. Okay. Yeah, so you're stagnant, like if you're not if you're not growing. So it's yeah. uh, it's it's, I think it's a true measure of uh, intelligence too. It's in the ability and the desire to keep on learning. Yeah. So. Down um, to the U.S.
0: I I think in my book you are very highly successful. Always learn something from you. Like I always hope that you will
1: continue to learn. You have more. a podcast, yes. a YouTube channel, and a book now.
0: Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I do. So I do plan. Months. I do plan on writing a book, um, and I am. I am writing a book. Like I have chapters that I'm writing about, and it's kind of an autobiography. Mm-hmm. But I am writing a book. For my former self, like my younger self, like the book I wish I would have had growing up. That's so cool. No, I'm going to tear up. That's so cool. But I think that it's going to take me a while to like publish it, maybe in the next five years. Because I think I need that maturity level.
1: So it's for your younger self ten years ago? ago?
0: It's for my younger self when I was like growing up as like maybe being five, being Mm ten, being a teenager. And so I don't plan to publish this for like maybe another five to six years, but I am writing a book and it's just about like, forgive yourself for the things that you didn't know. Mm-hmm. And I do think we consider ourselves as intellectuals, mm-hmm. um, but I would struggle a lot with like not knowing something or like asking for help or like asking my parents for help. like. Yeah. Um, I don't know if you had this growing up, but my parents are immigrants and Spanish is their first language and I could never ask them for help with school because they just didn't understand my homework mm-hmm. and so I just had to figure it out or ask a teacher and so when I would ask them like, well how do I do this, how do I, yeah. well, what do I do? they would, they were very hard on me like, well didn't you pay attention in class? like shouldn't you know? Yep. Well, obviously you were paying attention if you were, if you were smart enough you would know how to do it uh-huh. And when I got that messaging of like, if you were smart enough, you would yeah. know. Then it's like, then I'm not smart enough. Yes. Yeah,
1: and so you are kind of driving that point
0: home. Uh, yeah. Back.
1: And also kind of just like punishing the fact that you're asking a question, which is yeah. a, which is a which is a great sign of intelligence, asking questions.
0: Oh yeah. yeah <laughs> nice. Really? Oh, wow. So from a very early age, I felt like I had to be smart enough. Mm-hmm. And then I went through my own stuff and currently one therapy and there's these things called cognitive distortions mm. and anytime that something bad would happen to me mm. I would say like well you should have known better mm. or like you should have seen it coming yeah. or like if you were smart enough you wouldn't have put yourself in that position Yeah. and it all went back to like intelligence yeah. oh, see now I'm crying it's it all okay. went back to That's intelligence and like feeling like You're not smart enough, so that's why that happened to you. Mm. And so, like, I am writing a book, but it is very deep. Mm -hmm. And I don't think I'm at a point where, like, I want people to know about stuff that's happened to me or, like, my parents. Yeah. And there's also things that I'm still struggling with, like, that cognitive distortion of, like, well, maybe if you would have been smart enough. So yeah, wow, that got so deep, soaked
1: <laughs> <laughs> It's it's awesome that you are aware of these things and you're actively trying to uh, to overcome it.
0: Whose interview is this? No, no, How am I crying? It
1: doesn't matter <laughs> whose interview it is. It's a great conversation. Uh, um, so so when 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 did you become aware of the fact that so so that uh, that this is a limiting factor for you in, in life? <sighs> Like because that's that's a lot of self-awareness right there. The yeah. fact that you recognize that. Yeah. So when did you when did you become aware that oh this is this is in, this is the issue that I need to be aware of and actively try to overcome? Mm,
0: I guess just understanding that I'm not a perfect being, understanding that there is no such thing as like perfection, and also um, being an artist and making art knowing that no piece is ever perfect and that's what makes it so beautiful mm. and so seeing people as pieces of art and knowing, like we all have damage and we all have things we're all very self-critical and we all judge our products harsher than anybody else would. yeah like yeah. i'm so impressed by everything you've built and everything you've created and everything you've achieved and like you, you did this you built this you made this and you're your own harsh critic be like i don't see this as success, I'm like, well, it's part of success, but you you did this, and I think I've met a lot of artists, and I've produced my own art, where people are like, oh, I love this, and I'm like, I hate it, Yeah. and so I think we're our own we harshest critics, worst critics yes. and so just being aware of, like, I'm not perfect, I'm never going to be perfect, but I am art, and I am beautiful, and I do stand for something, and as long as I'm always trying to be better. And as long as I'm always trying to learn and keep growing, like, I am not stagnating.
1: Yeah. Yes.
0: And that's kind of, like, where I'm at. And that's what gives me peace. It's like, I'm not ever going to have all the answers. There's times where, like, my younger 12-year-old self didn't know better. Yeah. It's
1: like... yeah. 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 So that's a very important step towards, um... Uh, towards improvement and and, uh, and an important step towards mental maturity is you recognize you recognize that thing that that's holding you back and you're actively trying to overcome it uh, you know so that's uh, so that so that's just fantastic and I think it shows great intelligence great self awareness and and talk about the the growth part um, I it's so much fun like learning new things mm-hmm. and whatever it is like you're learning something in the books. Or you're learning something to do physically. You're learning a new sport. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just. Uh, I, I feel like just on my own simple level, I feel like the the secret to maybe happiness or getting some modicum of happiness is trying to just learn new things, um, and and be be trying to be good at different things. Mm-hmm. Just the act of learning is just so satisfying. Oh yeah,
0: absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, I
1: mean, I, I got so I got so much happiness and joy out of. Whenever I was learning how to do a backflip, oh okay, and uh, and I always had this mental block in my head that oh, I'm 38 years old, like what am I doing trying to learn a backflip? And but I spent at least like four or five months training with a coach, and, uh, and it was one of the happiest days of my life when I was when I was able to do one backflip, yeah. and uh, and so it just signified to me that I learned something. I learned something new, and I overcame a mental block as well, which was like, "Hey, I'm 38 years old. I'm too old to learn how to go a okay. And So, uh, so you know, just like just trying to learn new things, um, putting in effort to learn new things. I I think it's uh, it's maybe it is maybe there's there's something therapeutic about it.
0: All right, so we are going to wrap up our first session of this interview,
1: and so that, was, that, that, flew, that, by, flew, that by flew by, by, so, by
0: so, so fast. Gosh, you guys already
1: People learn there. so much about
0: me. <laughs> <laughs> I know, there's, I'm like, how many times do you cry a day now? i like, at least three. At least three. I'm like, <laughs> just, uh, we get in deep so quick. Anyway, how, what are your closing thoughts for this interview? Like, what is something that you would leave the audience behind? Because we just talked about intelligence. So I think one of the things that I would leave people behind, I'm with behind on this interview is as long as you keep learning, whether that's about yourself or like, you know, what makes you tick, like your triggers or what makes you shine, like what are the things that light you up, as long as you are actively continuously learning about yourself or others or educating your mind, I think that's progress.
1: Yes, uh, constantly learning new things uh, is is, uh, is great. And, there's something to be said about like, when you're learning things, your brain is making new connections. Yeah, neural
0: connections, plasticity, yeah.
1: Yeah, and so I think that's just like, it's just a, a very a tangible manifestation of people getting smarter. When um, they're making new connections in their brain and they're learning new things. I have always found, both with like um, academic learning and both with physical learning, that you try to like learn something and you don't get it. And then you sleep on it the next day your brain has made these like new connections and you're like oh wow it's making more sense so to it's me it's making more sense yeah uh, even with like physical activity like oh i'm just struggling with this like you know, with this uh, uh with this little cartwheel or something and yeah. then and the next day you're like oh wow i i'm able to make some progress there yeah. so yeah. um yeah try and make some time every day or every week and i know it's hard but try to like, learn something new yeah I try learn something like new. i learned a lot about uh, uh being, uh, being a terrible podcast guest.
0: <laughs> no, yeah. no, he's been great.
1: I'm going to take this lesson no, and be better in the future. Okay,
0: episodes. second interview. So here you go. All right. Uh, I guess I should have a natural. Guys, deep naked thoughts. I don't know.